Yo, what's up? It's Lucas. And in today's episode, we're talking about money mindset. If you want to have a better relationship with money, whether it's coming in or coming out, because it will happen. Money mindset doesn't just mean you're going to have millions of dollars and you're always going to have a positive cash flow and everything's just going to be beautiful, fine and dandy. No. It means your relationship with money is healthy. And you're not putting all of your self-worth on the bank balance or what's coming in and coming out. Now, this is something we're always working on. And I don't care what level you're at. I always say there's a next level. And where this really landed for me is I went around for years saying, I don't have a problem with money. I don't have a problem with money. Until someone just bluntly, I was at a workshop, was like, you don't have money. Hence, you have a problem with money. And then when I dove in deeper, I realized, whoa, like money makes me angry. I, I get sometimes jealous of other people. And then when I'm getting it, I get hyper excited. And then I think I'm amazing. And when it's leaving me, when it's leaving the accounts, when it's coming in the ebb and flow, I get all stressed out. And again, we're always working on it. So I'm not claiming that I just float through the world, never any stress, but I catch myself very quickly. And I worked through some of the things we're going to be covering in today's episode. So if that interests you and you're ready to step into a whole different place energetically when it comes to money, and hence, by the way, money will is like the more you chase it, the more it runs away from you. And the more you lean back, the more you step back, the more it wants to come to you, the more you give it away, the more you get it in return. We're diving into all of this stuff, and I'm so damn excited. But if that's a place you'd like to be, then stick around. And let's get into it. Welcome to the Coach's Corner Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you turn your knowledge, your gifts, and your story into an online coaching business. This podcast is and always will be free to listen to. My only ask is if you extract value from these episodes, simply subscribe on iTunes, leave us a review, and get automatically entered into winning $500 every single month. For more information on the giveaway or to explore all of the options we have on serving you, check out www.lucasrubix.com and I'll see you there. Alrighty, so I want to start this episode off with a really quick story. When I was actually got past my own ego and said, I need help building my business, like when I actually stopped doing it myself, which is probably the number one thing that holds most people back is they're trying to do it themselves. When I finally got over that, and my world started expanding and I started investing in coaching and I went to a mastermind. It was quite a bit of money for me. I think it was around $5,000. It was, it, was, it was a lot of money for three days. And I went to this mastermind and I started seeing seven-figure businesses and it made it very real to me. But more so than that, there was, there was a whole range of people there. There was probably 30 or 40 people there. At the end, there was these gold envelopes handed out to everybody. And there was a, the most beautiful sales pitch and presentation that I've ever seen in my life. The whole time, I'm like, whoa. Like, it was blowing my mind, their level of execution. And I was taking notes, like, on how they were doing this. And at the end, it was like a fifty or $60,000 upsell into a program. I never, I never went in. I was, that room was way too advanced for me already. But I was just trying to get into rooms that really pushed me to see bigger. And I'm so grateful for it because it created a whole new reality for me. But... 
at, I think it was a lunch break or at the end of the day anyways, I was in like, there was some treat, there was some coffee or something. Anyways, I'm in this room and I heard people complaining. One person literally came up to me and was like, can you believe that? We paid all this money to come here and they tried to sell me. And when I started listening, because I love to just take in information and watch, when I really started watching what was happening, there's probably about 10 individuals who were fairly upset at the upsell and couldn't believe that they were sold to. The event was amazing, by the way, and the, the mastermind was amazing. And then I started, you know, looking at everyone, everyone who's complaining, and they were extremely stressed out business owners and not making the sales they wanted, not making the income, the money they wanted. And hopefully they're doing really well and hopefully they got over this sales ugliness mentality. And then I looked at everyone else who was like, whoa, either the people who bought it or who were so impressed with it, we were sharing notes on how it went down. They were all forward moving. They were all doing really well. And then it kind of hit me that if we have a disdain for successful people or for those selling us or for those talking about money, and I see this all the time, you will lose the game because you are attacking the very thing that you desire. I would love to be able to present like was presented to me. I'd, I'd, I'd love to be able to execute at that level. And the people who were complaining about it, I'm sure they would love to as well. But whatever was going on internally was not letting them move on. And so I really want to share that story just to bring a bit of more of an extreme example. But we're walking around with that all day long. We see someone in a sports car, we think, and we feel something. Or we see money coming in and we feel something. We see money going out or investing or spending or being terrified of investing into a mastermind or a coaching program or whatever that may be. And how you choose and what you choose to feel or how you choose to frame it is going to dictate your success in business. And if we have money issues, if we have unresolved blocks and unresolved conflicts, unresolved problems with money, they will keep coming up. And as your business goes, those problems will just get bigger. So I really wanted to say that and just share that because it'll be relevant to as we move on here. So second thing I'd like to talk about is a thermostat. Where's your thermostat set? Really think about this. And if you look back over the last 5, 10, 20 years, or 3 years, or 1 year, where has your thermostat been set for your earning? And where's your thermostat set for what's your standard? At the end of the day, that's what I'm getting at. I just like to visualize it as a thermostat. And when I started doing the thermostat ex exercise, I noticed since the time I was about 20, till I was about 27, I already started my business by then and I was, you know, doing the grind, doing the hustle. I always seem to have around $5,000 in my bank account, which to some may seem awesome, but I always seem to have it. That's what my standard was set at. And when I was working a job doing $100,000, $120,000 a year, I had five grand in my bank account. When I quit and started a business, I got into panic mode every time it dipped under $5,000. And I found ways, I'd sell stuff, I'd sell a motorcycle, I eventually sold my apartment, but I always found a way to somehow find that money, put that money in. I didn't understand money, so I was pulling money from line of credits, I was getting into so much debt, 
but my personal account will always set at 5,000. And then when this idea of a thermostat, I think it was from the book, The Big Leap, was given to me, I started really looking at that and saying, okay, where's my thermostat set for my personal bank account, my corporate account, sales numbers, personal income? What do I want to make per month, per year? Where's that thermostat set? And the most amazing thing happened that as I reset that thermostat to, okay, now I earn $10,000 a month and I save $3,000 of it every single month. Within a few months, it was happening. And every time that I dipped under that $10,000 in sales or I didn't save $3,000 a month, I'd my standards would kick in. It was not okay. I got into massive action mode. And then I'd get to $10,000 and I'd start coasting. I'm like, all right, that's, that's, I'm okay. And I'd start taking it easy. And then at the end of the month, the numbers weren't there. I'd kick back in gear. Now, when I talk to million-dollar business owners, $10 million earners, they all share the same thing, is that will be a consistent, never-ending area of focus, but we have to be aware of it. And that's all this takes is saying, yo, I'm aware. My thermostat is set too low. Let me crank it up. That's it. Oh, hey, I'm coasting. Where's my thermostat at? I think it's time to crank it up. That one thing alone changed my life. It changed my financial situation. And I constantly review it, say, can we turn the thermostat up a little bit? Is it time? It's moving into that unknown and it's changing your reality. Third point I want to talk about is what do you actually believe you deserve? And at the end and at the, at, the, at the core of a lot of our problems is not feeling worthy. Asking the questions, are we worth that? And until we really start investigating that and diving in deep as to why do we feel like we may not be worth that? And, and this is, this is, I could probably talk about this for eight hours. So I'm just going to leave the idea to you and you can do your, your own investigation on this. But what do you feel you're worth? I know for a long time, I associated, I remember even saying this with pride. I'm the working class. I'm blue collar. I'm proud to swing a hammer. There's nothing wrong with swinging a hammer at all. And it served a purpose. But at some time, that no longer served me. And I had to give up that identity. Because when I started looking at fancy things, when I bought my first BMW, I was like, I was excited, but I always felt really dirty. Because I'm like, well, what about the guy swinging the hammer? I remember going to a friend's house who had trucks. I love trucks, by the way. But it was just so fascinating. I sold that BMW because it no longer served me. But it was fascinating to watch the stories playing of like, I felt kind of guilty. I felt bad. I felt fancy. And then I went home that night and I looked at it and I was like, huh, that's really interesting. And let me keep diving in deeper. Where's this come from? What was brought into my script and my, and my operating system at childhood? Where did these stories and narratives come in? And awareness was just key. And then looking at them and rewriting them. Nowadays, if I'm driving a $600 Tercel, I'm confident. I'm great. I don't care. I don't know the last time I drove them, but I would. Uh, when I was in Mexico, we rented like a little beat up, I don't know, Aero or some little beat up car. I loved driving. It was like a little stick shift through the Mexican streets. I loved it. And put me into a Porsche BMW or something fancy and I'm all good. It, 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 it's great. I'm, I'm, I no longer shy away. I had these moments in my life where I remember walking, I knew someone who their, their parents had 
to me, it was a mansion. Now that I look at it, it wasn't a mansion, but walking into it, like I started shaking. Like I don't deserve to be here. This is for like the rich people, the fancy people. I don't deserve to be here. And years later, I remembered that, looked at it. Where does that come from? And I just started pushing myself into uncomfortable situations, started hanging around people I felt like maybe I wasn't worthy hanging around, started looking at the worth and what I bring to the table and how I can serve others and what I bring to the table, and it changed my world. And now I don't care if I have Grant Cardone on the podcast doing, you know, a billion dollars a year in whatever he's doing, or I've got, you know, someone who just started their business three months ago and is asking me questions. It, 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 it's, it doesn't matter. I'm here to serve. And I belong to be in whatever room that I'm in. I'm worth it. That was a really big pivot and, and big moment in my life where things started changing. Two more things. Understand that money is not the goal. If money is the goal, you will be disappointed. Because it's not always going to work out. You will lose money. Things will happen. Expenses will pop up. You may get into debt and then you may pop out of debt. I don't know what your journey holds for you, but if money is the goal, you've already lost the game because if you're that emotionally tied to it's just money, not only can people feel it if you're not purpose and service driven, but you're going to be disappointed over and over and over. And so if we start understanding that money is not the goal, it's a tool. And it's a very valuable tool because as you make more of it, as you bring more of it in, as you exchange value for it, as it flows to you, you can have it flow out to move your mission forward, to reach more people, to build your empire faster, to take risks that maybe you couldn't take when it was like, yo, we only got one month and, and this has to happen. Maybe you've got six months or 12 months of cash on hand. Now you can use that as a tool. Take risks, try new things. It's a tool, not the goal. I'm going to say that again. It's a tool, not a goal. And finally, I want to give you one exercise I do on a daily basis, especially if I start getting into a place of lack, is when I spend money, I don't care if it's $50, if it's $5,000, if it's $25,000, when I spend money, I visualize what that money is doing. Where is it going? So here's an example. I love negotiating, by the way. Like, I love making a deal. I went to go buy a dirt bike, a KTM, beautiful bike. I think it was nine dollars or $10,000. And it was a little bit overpriced. I'm talking a few hundred dollars. Now, I don't care about the $100. It's the principle of let's negotiate and make a win-win, get something fair. Now, when I met the gentleman, he was moving out of his home and him and his fiance were buying a house, wanted to have a kid, and he was getting rid of some, it was a beautiful piece of machinery. And, you know, he was bummed out yet excited about it because it was his future. And when I heard that, I got so excited for him. I was like, damn, I did not negotiate the price. I was excited and happy to give the money and I imagined what it was doing, where it was going. They're probably calling the realtor right after being, okay, we got the down payment. Let's move forward. Let's do this. We want to pick the place out. We want to move forward. I imagine the kids. I imagine what my, my role 
in this transaction, in his life, this small, quick little meeting, was doing for him. And it got me excited. I remember driving away and I was like, I was excited about the bike, but I was really excited about this guy's buying out. It's like, what? And I've been doing that for quite a while. Whether it's a $20,000 purchase I'm doing or whether it's you know a $3,000 coaching program. Great. I get to add to this coach's or this company's life. I get to, you know, probably some of this money is being allocated to the marketing budget. And so now I am a part of their marketing. And when I started understanding that money is just energy, it flows in, out. It's going into someone's pocket. It's coming out. It's going into the economy. It's coming back to me. The more I give it, the more excited I am with giving it, the more it just seems to come. And every time and in a place of lack, in a place of scarcity, I give. Every time I feel like I don't have enough, I give. And I swear to God, to the universe, to source, to energy, that every single time I do that, it's like the next two or three days is the most abundant three days of the month. And it's not a coincidence because I've been doing this for years. And again, not saying I'm perfect, but it's the awareness of and now, scarcity, 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 what can I do? I'll randomly, when I'm scrolling through Facebook and I see like someone you know, raising money for their birthday for something, I'm like, great, 50 bucks, 100 bucks. Don't even know the person, here you go. It's not about them, it's, I think giving is one of the most selfish things you can do because it opens you up. And so, I'm not saying this to brag because I do it for me. I love to give because I get in return. And it's not instant of like, oh, I gave 1,000 so I make 10,000 back. That's not what I'm getting at. That's the wrong way to approach it. I give and it opens me up. It makes me feel amazing. It makes me feel good. I vibrate on such a different level. And next thing you know, you get more than you want in return. It's not always in cash, but it's in a person. It's in an experience. Something happens. And I, when I started really understanding that this is a flow, in, out, in, out, my life, my financial world, my business, the sales, the way that I just approached people and money in general completely changed. And I truly hope that just by doing a few of these little things, you can experience the same thing. And I'm letting you know, give, invest. Don't see it as spending money and, and, and money's going out like you're losing money. It's a flow. The fastest, the best thing that I started doing is investing in myself, is paying other coaches, is manifesting, is creating the money, is understanding that there's more money out there. And I'm not saying this for you to buy something from, from me right now. I'm not. I'm being 100% genuine on the fact that just buy time. Give and be excited to give. If you're buying coaching and buying programs, but you're in a place of lack every time you do it, it's like almost defeating its purpose. Be excited. And watch what happens. And I'm going to end it with that. If you'd like to explore our free programs, our coaching, our courses, we got master classes, we got paid programs, we got the Coaches University, we work with you until you make $10,000 in sales. If you'd like to explore any of that, check out lucasrubix.com. I'll put the link around here somewhere. And with that said, I hope that you're vibrating, that you're excited, and that whether there's money coming in, whether money's coming out, whether you have it or you feel like you don't, if we can get to a place energetically where we are excited for the opportunities, 
we are excited, whether it's coming in or out, understanding it's a tool. It's such a different place that you can show up in a place of service. And if you're a coach, that's number one. Showing up in a place of service is a whole different intention. It's a whole different way of being. And watch your world and your business change. With that said, truly hope this serves. Let me know the biggest thing you got from this episode in the comments below. And with that said, uh, I'm excited for you. Keep moving forward. Appreciate you. And I'll see you in the next video. All right. So as always, I just want to finish off the episode with saying thank you for listening. These episodes are 100% free and they're dedicated to helping you build your coaching business because there are clients out there just waiting for you to reach them. They're waiting for you to give them a result. So do not give up on your dream and never give up on your business. Again, these episodes are 100% free. All I ask in return is that you give it a thumbs up, you give it a like, you give it a little bit of love in the comments or the reviews, and you share it with one or two coaches who you know could use help building their coaching businesses. That's it. I'm done. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode.